Hiya, Paul. Thank you so much for joining us on the UK Run Chat podcast. It's really good to have you on. Um, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? My name's Paul. Um, I'm 42 from Bolton um, and I'm uh, I'm an avid runner. Um, love running. Um, got a daughter and a wife. Yeah, so you didn't you didn't used to be a runner though, did you? So how, no. did, how did that all start then? Tell us a bit about your story. Well, I was never, I was never a, a runner or anything active as a as a child. Um, quite unfit to be honest. Um, and it was only till around about two thousand and six, two thousand and seven. Um, it was by chance, really. One of my uh, co-workers just came up to me one day and said, "Do you fancy going for a walk?" So, yeah, I said, um, we went maybe one, one and a half miles, something like that, just to see how long it would take us. And we, we did that daily. And then he then, um, he then ducked out because he, he got the management position. Right. One of my other colleagues, um, two of my other colleagues actually went and, uh, asked if they could join. So we kind of started a little bit of a, walking club at dinner so every dinner time we went out um built it up to four miles um or just over four miles in the hour um and and that's that's a fair old pace that walking isn't it yeah so yeah it was it wasn't it wasn't hanging about and we were we were we were pushing it and my feet were sore and everything else was so because I wasn't used to doing that kind of exercise to be honest and at that time I could see I could see the weight was coming off so I thought we kind of we got to a point where we couldn't do any more any more in the in that hour so we kind of said to ourselves well what do we what do we do now is there a what's next how do we fit more in so one of the one of the guys turned around and said well why don't we try running one of them was already he'd already had experience at running he'd done it as a as a kid and um he was fairly experienced in it but he hadn't done it for a while and me being me being a little bit overconfident in a way thinking i can walk four and a half four miles, four and a half miles in the hour. How how difficult is it to to run a mile? So the next day we got our got our running kit on and we set out and I was surprised. Couldn't even run to the next lamppost. I was I was almost throwing up. It was it was that much of a of a shock. Um and we kind of stuck at it, just did lamppost to lamppost, walked when we needed to. And one of the other um, guys, because they were more experienced, they they were ahead of me. And I always remember thinking, why am I doing this? I'm, I'm, I'm not enjoying this at the moment. Why am I doing it? I'm, you know, I felt like I was almost killing myself. You know, it was, I was... I was determined to do it and determined to to not leave them or 
sort of duck out of it. And then it was probably about, I'd, I'd say six months-ish, um, we decided to have a bit of a competition. So they'd, the guys were more experienced. They'd do the longer route and we'd do the shorter route. So, how far were you running at that point? Um, I'd probably say we got up to two and a half miles. Yeah, something like that. So, was that without stopping then? Because going from throwing up between lampposts to running two and a half miles, <laughs> what what was kind of the? How, how did that work? How did you build up to that? It was, it was run walking. Yeah. Um, we kind of built it up um we'd run or try and run to the next lamppost and then we'd extend it to two lampposts and we'd, we'd we'd build it up from there and then the um the guy who came up with the competition or the you know the the, the challenge should we say um he just decided, like, right, we'll, we'll we'll do this competition. I do the shorter route, which was, I'd say, again, about two and a half miles. They do about three miles. And something just clicked. And I'm not sure what it was, whether it was just because of the the mental attitude, because it, it was never a competition. Yeah, you had a bit of motivation there, didn't you? I yeah. Think. I'd also got some better trainers. Okay. Which does help. Yeah. Um, and we set off, and I was at the back, and and I can't really describe it. It was, it was almost like some some switch had been sort of flicked, and I found myself overtaking a couple of the people. Yeah, and it was then you. It kind of thought to myself, well, actually, I can do this because I'd spent so long previously thinking I can't do this, but I'm not giving up. Yeah, and it was the it was the the people ahead of me that were motivating me to carry on. Right, because I'm 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 not one for giving up, and. I was ahead of them or ahead of a couple of people and they actually, I came and when we finished the race, I'd actually finished before everyone else. I know they were doing a longer, a longer yeah. route, but it felt like I'd, I'd won that particular competition. So from there, I got the bug then. Okay. So, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's interesting actually that competition has inspired that. Yeah, yeah. It was at first it was more it was more to do with the weight loss. I could see I could see the weight coming off because yeah. I was I was around about eighteen stone when I started. And I was a smoker. So the the healthier eating started. Yeah. The smoking stopped. And yeah, it was that 
like I said, it became it, uh, at first it was about the weight loss, but then it be, it just became about the running. I started to enjoy it then. It was it it was more of a bug then. Yeah, that's when it really clicks, I think, isn't it? Rather than because I I started running initially for weight loss actually, and yeah. I didn't really enjoy it. Funnily enough, when I was running to kind of lose weight and inches, it was kind of a a chore. But it's I think when you actually it clicks and you think I'm enjoying this, you kind of run for a different reason, don't you? Yeah, I think that's. I always advise. I always went advise people when. They asked me, make sure you enjoy it. Yeah. You know, start off, start off really slow. You know, really short distances, but make sure you enjoy it and and make it into a habit. And because we were going out every every lunchtime, it became a habit as well. Yeah. And I found going out with two of the other guys were. Um, made it easier because I'd sometimes be sat at my desk thinking I don't really want to want to go out th- today, and then the guy next to me would turn around and say, "Are we still up for it on lunch?" At, at lunch, and it'd be like, "Yeah, all right, go on." We'll, yeah, that we'll, accountability we'll must have been so important at the start. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's it's definitely definitely a motivator to to keep you going. Yeah. And how how were you physically when you started running? Like in terms of, did you have any um, kind of typical beginner injuries or anything, or was everything? Did everything run smoothly there? On the whole, it went pretty smoothly. Yeah. Um, I think I must be quite robust in terms of me, you know, my muscles and the way I'm built. Um, I got the odd niggles, uh, my knees were aching a little bit yeah. um, primarily because I was overweight um, but on on the whole I think I was quite lucky in escaping the typical beginner's injuries really I yeah, got I got I think... a few shin splints and yeah. things like that but they seemed to pass fairly quickly I just I just rested yeah that was what I was kind of thinking about because that that is a typical beginner injury isn't it shin splints it does hamper a lot of people and it does put them off um but I guess maybe because you started you were doing walking for quite a while I guess that that does build you up as well doesn't it yeah yeah we built up the some of the muscle endurance from 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 the walking but running's totally different as I found out yeah so okay so you've got the bug from having competed against some of your fellow runners so what what's next you know where, where do you go from there we started doing longer distances during the lunch um and then i think we built it up to about five miles five mile route in the in in the lunch hour and then i started to look at racing and competitions so my my first competition um, or event, I should say, was two thousand and eight, um, a ten k in Birkenhead. Okay. I did it for cancer research, and I totally got the pacing wrong, set out way too fast, um, and it was a two lap course, and I don't normally like lapped courses because after the first lap. 
you know what's coming next. You do, yeah. And it, it became a psychological battle then. But again, I was determined I wasn't going to not finish. So I ended up doing that in 56, 15, um, which I was I was over the moon with. Yeah. Because um, I'd, I'd built it up to, I think I'd got about an hour in training, maybe a little bit more for the for a 10k. Um, but yeah, I'd, I was I was over the moon with that one. And then it was just again, I got the buggy even more then, and I just started to enter as many races as I possibly could, um, mainly 10ks. Yeah. For the first couple of years. I think I think ten k is quite a hard distance to get right, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is because you, you, yeah, it's one of them where you kind of it's easier to it's easy to set out too fast if you're it not is. careful. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have you got that sus now? Are you? Do you know yeah. what you're doing? Yeah, distance? I think we've 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 pretty much got that nailed down. I, I seem to uh, over the years. My body seemed to have got into a pacing. It, it kind of knows what pace I need to set out at. Yeah. To actually achieve um, the distance. Yeah, I think that does come with a bit of experience, doesn't it? You do have to learn what feels hard and what feels impossible. And it's yeah. a fine balance sometimes. It is, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, so you're... You're doing some quite longer distance, aren't you now? So talk to us a bit about that. What are you? Well, at the moment, um, typical typical morning, um, we're doing about eight, nine miles Yeah. Um, in the morning. Um, I've done a three 32-mile ultramarathons. Yeah. Um, fairly flat ones. I've, I'm yet to... I'm yet to go up on the up on the hills and up on the fells with the with the ultras. Um, we thought we'd start off fairly fairly easy and ease ourselves into the the ultra distances. Um, and I've got a fifty miler coming up. Okay, so that's the Manchester Liverpool one, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. So that's, so that's in... a nice flat one, I think, isn't it? That's yeah. I've not done that one, but yeah, it's lots about it. It's kind of advise, uh, advertised as a beginner's marathon, um, ultra marathon. So it's nice and flat. It starts off at uh, Salford. Yeah. And it follows the uh, West Pennine Trail, I think it is, or the Trans Pennine Trail. Yeah, the Trans Pennine, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And um, some of the Ship Canal. Yeah. So it's all fairly, it's off road, but it's, hard ground yeah. yeah so how what's your training routine for that then what kind of training are you doing for it when is it when is it it's happening is it, it's normally easter isn't it yeah it's good yeah. friday yeah 29th of march so at the moment our training at the moment is we're building up the base um getting that pretty um, even um, we get, we sort of building that up as well, maintaining it, and we 
adding in back-to-back longer runs. Yeah, so what what do they look like? What kind of distances are you doing on those? Um, yesterday, actually, I did a 20-miler. Yeah. Um, and then what we what I'm looking at doing is on a Friday doing a 13, 14 mile on a Friday and then on the Saturday maybe doing a 15 mile and up and upwards. Yeah, okay. So it's getting used to running on tired legs uh, and just just getting the muscular endurance yeah. in. So you're finding there's much difference between training for the the 50k or the as opposed to the 50 miler. Um, doing anything different? To be honest, I'm not doing I'm not doing anything different really. Uh, may I might add more back to back longer runs in yeah. for the for the 32 mile. The longest I did was a marathon. So 26 mile was the longest I did. Um, I'm not sure. I'm going to get up to a a 30-mile run for the 50-mile race or event. Um, But we'll see how it it goes. Yeah, it's it's fitting it in, isn't it, with ultra training? It's how to to actually get all those miles on your legs and the time on your feet. I mean, how how do you fit it into your week then? You run run most mornings, don't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm up at four. Uh, I'm out. I'm out for twenty to five in the morning. Um, do about an hour twenty running, and then it's back home and off off to work. So that's how I that's how I fit it in into my routine. I I've switched from evening running to morning running, and that was a that was a task in itself. But <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm not a morning person. No. so I I applaud you. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who gets up early in the morning, yeah, yeah, superhuman. I I was never a morning person, really. Um, for I'd probably say for months and months, I'd I was thinking to myself, I I really fancy getting up in the morning and actually running because it for me it was the perfect time because I, what I was finding in the evening there'd be too many excuses. Yeah. Or, problems cropping up um life gets in the way in the evening it does and the way of thinking was in the morning especially that early in the morning nobody else is up nobody knows i've been out and it doesn't affect family time but it never happened i'd always set my alarm and then i'd always switch it off and turn over and go back to sleep it wasn't. It wasn't until twenty twenty we got a new dog, right? And he was a he was a greyhound. He was an ex racer. Yeah. So he'd, he'd never been in a in a home as a as a pet before, so he was a stickler for his routine, and he was up at four o'clock howling. Oh gosh! Right. Okay. Morning. So I'd I'd gone from wanting to get up at four o'clock in the morning and never being able to. I'd gone from that to being forced to get up. Yeah. And I think it was a psychological thing because I was being forced to get up. I was 
kind of resisting it in a way. Yeah. But that got me into the routine. And I'd get up, take them out for a walk, and then I'd be sat down then for best part of three hours. Yeah. Thinking I might as well might as well do something. So I decided to go out for a run in the morning instead of the evening. And it seemed to be working quite well to be honest. And I kept seeing this I kept seeing this other runner run past me and we'd we'd, we'd say morning and we'd acknowledge each other. And it wasn't until I saw him with one of my other friends who I follow on Strava. And it was I think it was one Saturday I saw him I saw him run past with with Emma. And I then started started following him because I'd always wondered who he was. I'd always seen him and it was he was quite sort of piqued my interest because he was always out. So I started following him and it turns out he's he's on a running streak. So oh, okay. He's been, he's so been running, running every day. He's yeah, he's been running every day for four years. Um and we kind of he, he, he messaged me on Strava and for ages for months I, I kind of resisted um meeting up because he, he he asked if he wanted to wanted to meet up and I'm thinking to himself how can we meet up because he's not got my number and I didn't want to put my number on Strava yeah. for everyone yeah. to see. Anyway fast forward about a couple of months and I thought right okay let's let's do it so I messaged him giving me number we arranged to meet up and we've been running together ever since oh wow that's brilliant so 20 2021 we started running together in the November um and to be honest, he was the one who made me a lot more consistent than what I am now, yeah. um, than what than what I was before. Sorry, um, yeah. Is because I was meeting up with somebody. It was giving me that motivation to to get up and and get out. He was he was slightly faster than me, so that as well that gave me the motivation to keep up with him. Yeah, we know you like that competitive element, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we started out maybe going out two or three times a week um, and then it kind of naturally just progressed to, you know, three times a week, four times a week, five times a week. And now we're running five days a week, weekdays yeah. together in the morning. And we kind of do our own thing at the weekends. Yeah. Um, so I'm running six days a week now. Yeah, that's that's great to have somebody that you can kind of count on to be there, especially at that time of the morning. That's brilliant. Yeah, what a find. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just weird. How it's, it, yeah. it seems to be both, both times when I first started running and when I got a lot more consistent seemed to kind of almost happen by chance. And it's kind of it's it's amazing how how it seems to work out that way. Yeah, yeah, because you have had quite a long break from running in between, haven't you? 
yeah uh, how how did that kind of happen and how do you get back into it after that 2012 uh i found myself falling out of love with it yeah and i think it was mainly because because i was prior to that i was getting i was getting really into it but i was i was pb chasing every single run so every single run had to be faster than the last run and that was leading to overtraining i wasn't enjoying it i was pushing myself too hard because i was i was thinking to me, to myself to be a faster runner you've got to run fast and i wasn't giving myself enough time to um recover and like i said i was i was overtraining really and i think it was my body's way of just saying you need a rest but then a few months turned into six months turned into a year and then before you know it i've gained all my weight again right and it's it's four years down the line and at that at that point i kind of thought i wouldn't run again because yeah. i'd i'd given away all my running gear and that oh wow so you completely kind of cut yourself off from it then yeah yeah, yeah. I, it was like I've, I've had enough yeah and i gave it i gave everything away and i thought i'd never run again and then me my cousin messaged me and he said um i've moved back to bolton do you fancy meeting up for a run or you know whatever a drink or whatever so i said yeah i said quite fancy a run to be honest so we met up and just went for a for a run around one of the local uh, lakes and he mentioned that he was he'd been roped into doing the uh, great north run this was 2016 and I thought to myself, oh, I quite, I quite fancy that. So on the spur of the moment, I got myself a charity place yeah. for, for, the, for the Great North Run. So then that was the motivation. How far ahead was this happening? Was it was I would kind of say, a long way off? Or? No, it was in the same year. Yeah. Um, I would say... We'd met up, I think it was round about February, March time. And the Great North Run was in September. Yeah. So I had I had a few months to train, um, but not as long as, uh, as I would have liked. And like I say, it was just like a spare of the moment. Oh, yeah, fancy, fancy doing that. So that's where the motivation came to get back into the running. I did the Great North Run in about three hours, yeah. which I was I was disappointed with in a way because I I kept thinking back to where I was before. Yeah, it's easy to compare yourself, isn't it? To, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was faster than this last time. Why yeah. Why can't I do it again? Um, not fracturing in that I'd lost I'd lost a lot of the fitness and I'd gained a lot of the weight back on. 
and it just it just took off from there um, again. Uh, the my cousin decided he was gonna become a member, so he'd signed up for the, for the three years of the Great North Run. Um, so we 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 decided we'd do it together. Yeah. For the next three years, so I got I got charity places um, for the next for the following year. I think I did that in um, two and a half hours. I think I did it then. Um, so I could see the improvement, and again, spurred me on a bit more. And twenty, I think it was twenty eighteen. I didn't find myself fit enough. I'd kind of, I'd kind of slumped a little bit with me running in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um, so we didn't do it together in 2018. Um, obviously, 20, 2019, 2020, um, COVID hit. It did, yeah. So there was uh, there was no Great North Run then. Um, but then 21, 22, 23, um, did it subsequent years. And... I think on 2023, um, sorry, no, 2022, um, I got 146. Oh, well done. So, yeah, I was I was really yeah. chuffed with that. Yeah, really pleased. It's the, my fastest ever half marathon. Yeah, that's brilliant. It's quite yeah. a tough one. I've, I've done it, well, I've done it three times, but not for a long, long time. Um, yeah. And I just always remember that there's like a hill at kind of 10 miles in, and it just seems to go up and up and up and up and up. <laughs> <laughs> I remember every time just cursing it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is quite. It is quite hilly, yeah. but the 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 gradual hills, the 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 they're not short and sharp. They, no, they're not. They go on for quite they never a long end. time. <laughs> yeah, and you can see you can see in the, you can see it all in the distance as well. So that, I think that that adds to the psychological aspect of it because you know how far yeah. you've got to go. Yeah. No, it's a, it's it's obviously a very special event for you. Is it one you're going to keep doing? I've decided this year I'll have a break from it. Yeah. Try something, try something new because I've I've done it six times now. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd I'd signed up myself for the the three year um, membership. Um, so I'd done that for three years. Previous to that, it was just just either the ballot or um charity places but i decided this year i'll try try something different i've not decided exactly what yet but i'm sure i'll i'm sure i'll find something yeah well yeah you've obviously got your bit your big race to to train for over yeah year, haven't you yeah i'm concentrating on that first yeah yeah and then, and then see where see where it takes me but I'd, i'm trying to get as many of the club races as i can in as well um, for Burnden because I run for Burnden Road Runners. Oh, okay, yeah, but yeah, big club, yeah, yeah. lots of events. Yeah, so I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to get as many of the club championship races as I can. Yeah. Uh, I didn't manage it this year, so I think. Sorry, I didn't manage it last year. This year is going to be me me year. I, I'm hoping. Yeah. So have you been doing like cross country and things with the club? 
you're cross country runner or are you more on the road? I'm more road, mm. if I'm totally honest. Yeah. Uh, I did when I first joined 2020, uh, 2020, yeah, 2021. I joined at the end of 2021. So 2022, um, I did the cross country and I didn't find it for me. To be honest, I'm, I'm, I prefer the, I prefer the road and staying clean. <laughs> Although I think the past weekend's cross country was, it was very, the ground was very hard and frozen. Yeah. So yeah. I think disappointing lack of mud. I think you might have been all right this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I prefer the, I prefer the road. My knees might tell you different yeah. later on in life, but I prefer, I prefer running on the road. <laughs> So have you got your eye on any kind of other ultras after this next one? You mentioned you've done the flat ones. Are you, are you kind of looking at any hillier ones? Yeah, um, I quite fancy some more of the GB Ultra um, ones, maybe some of more of the, the hilly ones. Um, I've not decided quite yet which ones I want to do. Um, but I, I fancy at some point trying the, the Grand Slam. Okay, which which is what? Just yeah, explain what that is. I think it's four or five of the fifty mile ultras. I think they do one for the fifty and one for the hundred. Wow. I'm not a hundred percent on that. Yeah. Um but yeah, you it's it's doing I think it's five in the year. Um I don't think I'm quite up to that level yet, but it's something to something to aim for. Yeah. I mean you've certainly got that consistency, haven't you now? So yeah, yeah, and it it's good that it's it's become a routine now. Yeah, yeah. So it, that's helps to keep the keep the motivation and the momentum going. Yeah, and hopefully you can kind of now you you recognise those signs of overtraining as well. You can kind of keep that. Um, you can keep an eye on that, can't you? Because you know what to what to look out for. Do you, do you find yourself needing to plan in rest days now then to avoid that? Yeah, I like to have at least one day off a week, uh, which tends to be either a Saturday or a Sunday, depending on what I'm doing. If I'm if I'm racing on the Sunday, I'll have the Saturday off. If not, I'll run the Saturday and have Sunday off. And I find that helps the body to recover, but it also helps mentally as well. It's kind of like a reset button. Because yeah. it, 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 as much as I like running, I do like on a Saturday or a Sunday just being able to get up in the morning and make a drink and just sit down and chill. Yeah, yeah, it's nice just to have a bit of a rest sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes I'm sometimes I am itching to go yeah. out, but I kind of rein it in a little bit and it enables me then to be motivated on the Monday to to get out yeah um yeah i guess there's always the dog needs walking yeah. yeah yeah are you ever tempted to run with the dog or no well to be honest That's we've not we've runners. not got him anymore no i haven't yeah no no we, we uh it didn't work out for us um so we unfortunately we have to uh we have to give him back unfortunately yeah oh, he, he, yeah he, he he wasn't taken too kindly to my daughter Oh, I see. Yeah. So, it, it, yeah, it wasn't uh, wasn't working out. So we've not got we've not got a dog anymore. 
yeah. But, yeah but, now, but now you're a morning runner, thanks to him. So yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> thanks to him and uh, and Alex. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's brilliant. So just to finish, talk to, when when we first um, messaged you, you mentioned that you've done the Leeds Liverpool Canal, haven't you? Not as a kind of a, a one in one distance but you've done it over a few weekends haven't you I mean even that's quite a quite yeah. quite a feat isn't it we did that in 2010 yeah um, and it was it was one of my other cousins David uh he he used to come over ever so often and we'd go for we'd go for a run he'd, he'd he's not he hadn't ran for a while um and he used to run when he was younger and he used to come over every so often and we'd, we'd, we'd go out for a run. And one day he just said, I fancy doing some challenge. And he came up with this Leeds-Liverpool canal. And it was it's 127 miles in total. Yeah. And he decided he'd like to do it over five consecutive weekends yeah so he got he got to he got to work organizing it all and i was really up for it because at that at, at that time i was i was really into into it um into me running and we started off uh on the first of april uh, 20 2010 and we split it up into as as near as we could marathon distances yeah and his his wife was a um was the um the support in the car yeah so we 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 worked it out wherever we stopped would be on like an access road so it was okay. easier easier yeah. to get to so we did that for five consecutive weekends um sort of starting where we where we left off the previous the previous week um and he was yeah, it was it was a really enjoyable really enjoyed it um spending time together and doing what we we both loved yeah that sounds brilliant yeah yeah it was it was really good yeah yeah you have attempted to do the whole the whole thing in one go i am yeah i am maybe not yet um, <laughs> but i am I've, I've cycled it in one go yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. That took about 16, 16 hours. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I would, I would like to run it in one go. Um. I'm nowhere near that kind of level yet. But it's again, it's something to something to aim for. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter's been she because we we live right near um, the canal. She's been she she would like to cycle the whole thing. She's so far done. She did Liverpool to Berska in one go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's she's doing all right. Good. Yeah. So we're getting there, but I think we're yeah we're going to do little bits with her until she feels confident enough to tackle the whole thing in maybe a weekend. We were thinking. Yeah. 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 yeah build it up. Build it up slowly. Yeah, definitely. Get there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, it's been absolutely lovely chatting to you, Paul. Thanks so much for coming on. No problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so are you on social media anywhere where our listeners can follow you and see what you're up to? Yeah, I'm on Instagram and Strava. Um, so I'm on uh, 
Strava is Will and Runs 81. Sorry, Instagram is Will and Runs 81. And Strava is uh, Paul Willen, but the A is a, an at symbol. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but the links, yeah. the links on on Instagram as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll pop. We'll pop the links in our show notes to the podcast as well. Um, yeah. So wish you all the very best with your upcoming ultra, the Manchester to Liverpool. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, and all the very best. Thank you.